the unit that I was managing, we had low scores before I started, and I had gotten them up to a high level. Like that was successful. That was success to me. Was I happy? No. Um, like all those things, I did it. Right? We bought the house. We got married. We had the dog. We were living. You had just quit your job. Um, when, like, I think it was like a year and a half after we bought the house. That I quit? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a year. Oh, yeah, exactly. so all those things, but I felt depressed. And then to add on a little bit to the depression, you had quit and you were trying to figure out your journey. But the way I was raised was to always stand up for your husband. Like, don't, don't make him feel less than in an environment of other people. Because if you don't respect him, nobody else will. So my mom, my mom literally instilled that in me from a very young age. So when the time came where you had quit and you weren't really producing much um, of anything, really, you weren't really helpful in the yeah. home. Like, it was a lot of pressure on me. And I had to just try to just smile. And I think we've talked about a little bit of our marriage issues. And they go both ways. I mean, I affected you in a way that you'll talk about. But that was just a lot of pressure. And then I was living up to please everybody and make sure that you were happy when we were just with a complete mess. And I realized after I got sick. There was a there was a time where I got sick, like it was the end of 2017. Yeah. It was December 2017. I had stepped down from management because I couldn't, I did not like it anymore. So I was in the ICU as a nurse, and uh, you didn't have a job, so I was paying the bills for our home. And I got sick for a whole week, and I couldn't, I didn't have enough PTO because we were going to Hawaii with our family. And I was so stressed. I'm like, oh my gosh. And my, my parents are all business. So, like, for me, I was the only one working. To them, they don't, like, they don't have PTO. They don't understand. So then business, I was like, what can I do? I was like, people live in this world with businesses. Like, there's a way to make money and not have to worry about anybody else. And Handmade by Shana came about. And it was a, a I created homemade bath bombs and shower bombs. And that's when it all started. That's when it spiraled into, oh my gosh, like I need to start taking care of myself. I need to start being authentic and real because our marriage had got to a point where it it was either divorce or marriage counseling. Like we had to fix it. And if we weren't going to fix it, we weren't going to be together. And, but I also knew that, until and unless I started loving myself, I wasn't able to fully love you and love everything that we were doing. So the bath bomb company came about and then all these realizations came about like how self-love is important. So that was, that was how I pushed handmade by Shana. It was all about self-love and taking care of yourself. Like you're important. And that spiraled into my health and fitness journey. At that point I was depressed. I was super unhappy And I was 30 pounds heavier than the the point that we got married. And I was completely unhappy with the way I was looking. I was just 
not eating right, we weren't taking care of ourselves at all. And we are to a point where I was stressed about money, but then we'd go out and eat because I was so depressed that I didn't want to do anything. It was just this terrible low point. And when we started marriage counseling, things started shifting for us. But that's, that's how it started. I started slowly with my health and fitness journey. And it's hard when the other person that you're with is not involved in all this. Yeah. Um, and then it gets to a point where now health and fitness is our life. Like the marriage counseling definitely helped. We started like taking your health seriously. You started, which I think helped me a lot when I realized, okay, I'm not alone in this. Because when you are married, you feel like it's just you. And so I went from, essentially I went from feeling like everything I was doing everything for everybody else to started doing everything for myself. And when I started doing everything for myself, my whole entire life changed. That's how I feel. Like our relationship changed. Um, career wise, I, I made a choice and I got into something that was fun for me. I enjoyed it. I decided to go to grad school for me. I didn't do it for the money. I didn't do it for anybody else but me. And um, so, like when you when you were doing everything for everybody else, did you feel did you feel alone? Yeah, yeah. I felt like I felt like even though like I was like. I'm 26 years old right now. And to see that all the things that I've accomplished to me, I feel like I, I was super successful. I mean, even nurse, like nurses don't make the amount of money I was making at that time at my age. And with that much of an experience. Yeah. So I felt so successful, even though I had all these great things, like I'm married to this handsome fella. Like, Every, I wasn't that handsome. I looked like a, like a blimp. I still love it. <laughs> um, I just felt like outside looking in, I had everything. Outside looking in. Inside looking out, I felt empty. Because I, was, I wasn't fulfilling myself. Like, I love working out. I love eating right. Vegetable, like, I love vegetables. Like, things taste good to me. Like, yeah. working out every day and just moving my body is so essential for me. But I didn't know that because I wasn't taking care of myself. And when you're not taking care of yourself, you feel alone and you don't know why. It makes sense. Holy crap, I'm having to go I hated being alone. When I was living for everybody else, I hated being alone. Even though we weren't getting along, I didn't want to. If I was alone, either the TV was on or I was listening to a podcast or I was doing something. Couldn't be I could not be still. I still struggle with meditating, but I could not just be still and with my own thoughts because then my thoughts would run rampant and I would go to a really dark place. I remember that. And I think about it now, like, I actually enjoy being alone. Like, I could sit on the couch and just be for a very long time. I'll probably fall asleep, but that's okay. Yeah. But I can just be. Yeah. 
so my my essential purpose and mission with me versus me is just to help people get out of their own way because life is so much better on the other side. For me, I have your mom and my mom to look at, and they did that. And I, I, it might be a part of our culture, I don't know, but like they live their lives for everybody else all the time. And now that kids are older, kids are gone, kids are doing their own thing. They're like, hold up, what do I do with my time? Yeah. Like, and I feel like we're helping them get, go through that because we already got to be a part of that. We're blessed. Yeah. And we're blessed that they want to, they don't want their lives to be like that. I had this patient I was taking care of in the PACU. After surgery, he had his, uh, a knee replacement. And I think he was like 60 something. And he was like, oh my gosh, you, I got to order lunch for him because we had to keep our patients for four hours at the vacuum for knee replacements. And so I was ordering, having him look at the menu to order. He's like, he's like, I want vegetables. I'm like, that's not normal. I said, yeah. normally people wake up from surgery and they're like, I want a cheeseburger, which we're like, no, you can't have cheeseburger. Um, but he wanted vegetables. And I was like, he's like, yeah, I have this health coach. And I have to track everything I'm eating and I have to send it to her. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's really cool. Like, I was getting lit on fire hearing an older person starting to take care of this. He's like, he's like, I drink half my body weight in ounces of water. I'm like, oh my gosh, so do I. I'm like, it's really hard when I'm at work. But this, that's my goal. I drink, I do that every single day. He's like, yeah. He's like, I never. He's like, my whole entire life. He's like, I didn't think I had two glasses of water a day. He's, he's like, I drink Coke. I drink other things, he's like, I chew tobacco, and he's like, but I've lost 50 pounds in the last year, and he's like, I feel amazing. He's like, that's why I want new knees, because I have a new life now. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I was just on fire. Yeah, I was just on fire. Like, it was just so amazing to see, and that's what I want for everybody. I, I love that he started living his life at 60. I want our parents to start now, too. But I want people our age and younger to start earlier because why are we waiting till the end of our life to start living? Why is it what why is it that people say, oh, after 50, do whatever you want? I've heard my mom say that so many times, like, I'm 50 years old now to do whatever I want. Well, I'm 26 and I'm doing whatever I want. And I'm not hurting anybody. And I'm not hurting anybody. And I'm not mean. I'm living my life on my terms. But I'm still doing things. I'm actually a better daughter, a better wife, a better friend. When I'm living it on my terms, when I'm living it on everybody else's terms, I'm resentful. I'm angry. Things aren't fun. But now things are fun. That was actually my next question. So I asked you, like, when you were doing things for everybody else, you felt alone, right? So I was going to ask you, when you started doing things for yourself, right, taking care of yourself first, did you start to feel more connected to the people that you used to do things for? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you said, your relationship got better. Like you became a better daughter. Better well, wife. yeah, because, because before, like, for example, it would be like calling my parents. I talk to them twice a day sometimes, but before I was talking to them twice a day, like I'd wake up first and talk to them. As much as I love that, it was not a part of my morning routine that I have now. And so now I wake up, I do what I need to do, and then I call them. And if they're busy, that's okay, we'll chat later. But little things like that, like before, if I had to wake up and call them, like, like oh, maybe I don't want to talk to them right now. 
or even my relationship with my in-laws or parents have gotten so much better because we went from living with them to living 10 minutes away from them and now we live a little further from them. But they wouldn't want us to hang out with them quite frequently. And we had to create the boundaries. And now we literally enjoy hanging out with them every single time. Like, we have so much fun. But it's because it's on our, our terms. Not in a selfish way, but in a selfish way. Like, if we don't want to be there, and this goes with our friends, too. Why would we be there and be miserable? Just do what you want. In this world, we live with people who just constantly are trying to people please and do what's right. What's right is what you want. That's what's right. So that's my purpose. Essentially, I equate that to self-love. Taking care of you. Mind, body, soul. Do what you want. That's self-love. That's me versus me. That's getting out of your own damn head and taking care of you. Because if you don't take care of you and you don't love yourself fully, you can't love the other person. I believe that with my whole heart because I did it. And you taught me that. Uh, you, you said if, you, if, if I don't fill my bucket first, I can't go out filling anybody else's. Yeah. And that, like, you taught me that. So that's something that runs deep in you. Yeah. It's because of those things that we just, we just talked about. Having done both, yeah. you know which one is more fulfilling. And so for you, me versus me, you want to just sh- share that message. You want to spread that. and, and I'm literally on fire yeah. right now. <laughs> and so you want exciting. to, you're on fire. You want to ignite that, yeah. that, oh my God, I need to take care of me and, and, and people, everybody watching. Yeah. Right? It, it's, our, it's our purpose statement. Would you say, yeah, it's our purpose statement. Uh, would you say that self-love Implementing self-love in your life and bringing that and making that a pillar of, of what you do, how you live. Would you say, hands down, that that changed your life? That's it. That's it, right? <laughs> That's it. Right. I, 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 yeah. I mean, that's it. That was the one thing that changed who I am. I started taking care of me. And who, everything else got better. Who stopped you from taking care of you? Me. <laughs> Funny how that works. Funny how that works. Me versus me. I stopped me because I thought or I assumed that I needed to make sure that I I was graduating college and make sure I found a person to get married to and make sure I moved and bought a house because that was what I was supposed to do. We live in a society where there's these rules or what you're supposed to do. I mean, what were what was our business buying a four-bedroom, three-and-a-half-bath house at the age of 24 and 26? What was our business? We yeah. did it because we were told that, oh, buying an apart- or living in an apartment is stupid. You're just throwing money away. If we would have just done what we wanted... Things would have been different, but I'm not going to harp on that because because of the way things played out, we are where we are now. And that's another thing to I think it's so important to remember going forward on this journey. You have to be grateful for the moment, like today, and how you got to today, because that's not going to change. And you can always find the good in all the bad parts. 
I, my workout is uh, I'm doing T20 by it's a beach body workout and it's Sean T. And um, awesome. what did he say? Uh, he said, find peace in the turmoil. Find peace in the turmoil. Take my losses gratefully because I know you can it. It's a, it's a commonality. Like, you look at anybody that's successful, anybody that's happy, anybody that's achieved any kind of success, whether it be from a philosophical standpoint or a material standpoint, yeah. they all say finding calm in the storm allows you to spot the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, rich Dad and Rich Dad Poor Dad. Um, the book, Robin Kiyosaki, talks about when the market is tumbling, when the market is going down and crashing, there's more financial opportunity than there ever is. But everybody's running around in panic and chaos, and they're trying to grab onto the things that they think are worth something that aren't. Mm-hmm. And so for you, it sounds to me like you, when we were at that, in the storm, when we were in those dark places, you it clicked for you. Need to start. The where's the void? Oh my god! I need to start taking care of me. And when you started thinking, well, I'm, I'm actually thinking about a story right now. Well, not a story, but like how it. I think how it clicked is because my whole entire life I've been called happy and bubbly and positive. Like you're so fun. You're so fun. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm pretty fun. Yeah. I think I'm fun. And I, then when I was in that dark phase, I was asking myself, like, hold on, I'm not fun. Like. Like, I don't feel fun. I feel sad all the time. Like, there's something wrong. And what was happening? When I'm younger, you're essentially, you're essentially living for yourself. You're doing what you want to do. And then life happens and throws all this shit on you. Right. And you just start conforming and becoming this person to please others. And that's exactly what was happening. And then I was like, and that, I think that was my pivotal moment. And it's, it's been two years that we've been working on Consciously. Consciously working on it. We've been aware of it. Like, yeah, we're starting to peel back those layers. Like, this doesn't just happen overnight. You don't get to this place. But it's the most amazing place to be where we are now. And that's what, and that's what this is all about. That's what we want them to know. Yeah, yeah I mean, and... and you mean, have to start. That's it, right? Like, in that, like, to piggyback off of that, like, it's... We haven't peeled back all the layers yet. Not even close. But... Peel off one layer, you're terrified. It hurts. It's hard. Okay. You peel back another layer, you're terrified. It hurts. It's hard. But eventually, when you peel back enough layers, you just start realizing, like, oh my god, I just keep getting stronger. These layers are getting easier to peel off, even though they're glued on tighter, or they're they're harder or heavier layers. Like, it's, I'm getting stronger, and then you get excited, and that's where we're at now. Where it's like, I'm excited to run into the next demon. I'm excited because I know it's out there. I don't know who it is. I don't know what it is. Or what form it's going to come. what form it's going to come. But it's not It's not going to take me down. Because uh, if, it, if that was going to happen, I would have I would have called it quits before I even feel that first. Self-love. That's it. That's the takeaway. That's the takeaway. That's the takeaway. That's powerful. I don't do bath bombs anymore. Unfortunately. I'm a, li- I'm a little busy. But maybe it'll maybe it'll happen again because yeah. I loved it. I just couldn't handle it with all the things going on. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. And plus, I, I don't want to get raided by the feds. Because uh, I was running around and I was buying all her, um, <laughs> all her baking soda and stuff for her. I was coming home with these giant bags of baking soda and there was powder, white powder all over the house. And Everywhere. I was like, I was like no. It smelled good, though. I'm not trying to get all raided. All the essential oils. I don't want to get mistook for a, for a trapper. <laughs> um, but self-love. That's the takeaway. She taught me that. And uh, that was a big piece that kicked off my journey because I realized that I was living for everybody else. And the, a big commonality is that we always uh, sacrifice our own well-being for acceptance from other people. And that always comes around and gets us. So uh, I'm sure if you're, if you're out there and you feel like, oh, I always put myself last, I always put other people first, I'm sure that resonated with you. Uh, so let us know your thoughts. Shoot us a comment. Make sure you hit subscribe. Send us some love. Hit us up on social media at me versus me media. If you're not in the Facebook group, you need to get in that ASAP because we're having some real conversations. And uh, we're just getting stronger and better, all of us together. This is a family. So, again, show us some love. Let us know what you think. And uh, we hope you all enjoyed that. And I'm looking forward to more episodes. Keep binge watching. It only gets better. It only gets better. This is, as deep as we're getting, this is still just one or two layers in. And we're going to get into the nitty gritty. We're going to keep going. In. So stick around. And we'll come back. Watch your mouth when I come around. I'ma shut it down. Got that sound that's gonna run the town. In and out the town. Ain't no way around it. Flows astounding.